Hello, hello. Hi. Katie, how's it going? Good. Uh, sorry, now Ceviche is barking at the exact moment we're starting. Well, that's good in a way because it will help you realize how much noise comes through, how much it doesn't, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's really helpful. I actually, I have the room like as much soundproofed as possible. So like I have the yeah. two pillows on the side, a blanket in front of me, the pillow, and then at the door, I put like a big fluffy coat and then a towel underneath the door. Wow, that's impressive. That's, uh, I've that not will. done any of that. In the bedroom, I've got like, you know, our window goes out onto the street. Uh, and so I can hear like, a few motorbikes and things, but I don't know if it will come through. Hold on one second. Okay. Sorry. The, um, my phone, uh, slipped a little, so I didn't hear that last part. Hmm. Yeah. And no, I was just saying, um, there's noise coming from the road, which is, you know, 34, uh, 35 floors down. So I can hear it kind of faintly, but I'm wondering if it will come through. I don't think it will because I did some tests and I couldn't hear anything, so we should be good. Yeah, I can't hear anything. Yeah, nice. Yeah, cool. Um, so, what do you think? Like, should we should we talk about the vision for the podcast and like how we know yeah. each other? Yes, definitely. Um, so, I actually was just look. I have the spreadsheet um, put up, and we. Um, I don't know. Basically, I don't know. Should I be talking? I think like this is a podcast, like how I would normally uh, speak yeah, to an audience. Why not? Yeah, we should. Okay. We should do it. We should just do it. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it can be rough around the edges. I kind of like organic and rough around the edges, too. It doesn't need to be super polished. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I actually prefer, I mean, there's a podcast I listen to. It's very rough, but I actually like that. Like they'll be like, Oh, hold on. Let me grab this. And you can actually hear like the, the chair squeaking him reaching over, grabbing something, paper shuffling. I'm like, I don't know. For some reason that doesn't bother me at all. And I like it. So yeah, whatever. Um, okay. So, uh, we put together this podcast spreadsheet and I'm looking at the podcast name ideas right now. Um, I don't, you didn't, you didn't add any, but I didn't even like no. name. I didn't, I didn't even see it. Yeah. I hid it in like kind of a hidden file on accident, not on purpose. Sneaky, so. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. So me and David were talking about some ideas and I mean, I yeah. really, there's some that I put and one is called dare you to watch it. Ooh. Like, cause I guess, well, I guess if you want to talk about the I idea like of like the, the premise of the show would be um, because I feel like if we just are like, yeah, these are our random movie um, reviews. That's just so there's no, it's very vague. Yeah. So yep. this one's almost like, you know, how I talked to you about in the, the chat where we were yeah. saying, Oh, maybe trying to convince each other to watch a movie that we normally wouldn't, or, you know, the yeah. reviews say it's terrible and you should watch it or it's so bad. That. It's so bad. Like, I am telling you, it's the worst movie in the world. I dare you to watch it. Like, it could go, depending on how you say it, like, I dare you to watch it. It's so terrible. Yeah. Or like, all right, you know, it's so good. You have to watch this. I know you don't want to. Well, I also love the name because, like, when we met, you had the license plate, How Dare. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. It's, 
it's very Katie, you know. Um, it's I, I I like it. It's sort of kind of a provocative title, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm digging that title, and and so the idea is, yeah, we, you know, review the films, but from our own, you know, fun, uh, opinionated slant, and have some back and forth while we do it. Yeah, because there are some movies that like, you know, to get say you have a busy work week ahead. Um, I can be yeah. like, all right, well, I'll take over. I'm going to try to convince you to watch this movie you haven't seen. So we both don't have to like, yeah. you know, study and pre- prep for like a podcast. So what just one yeah. of us does. And then there are other times where yeah. we both watch it. And it's just like, we're daring the audience, the listeners to watch this movie yeah. because it's so horrifically bad. You have to just do this for the experience or, um, yeah, like it's just so good. Like, you know, every, every, every Rotten Tomatoes review says it's like 7%, but you should watch it or whatever. And I also think that you're, you know, you have quite a horror slant, you and David. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, the, the idea of daring me to watch these yeah. really is going to be a dare for me because <laughs> I used to watch so many horror films as a kid. Like, oh man, I've got an older brother and sister and they would both like just be very relaxed about w- letting me watch things that, probably mum and dad wouldn't want me to, um, even though my parents were super relaxed anyway. But like, yeah, I was watching like Freddy Krueger when I was mm. like seven or something silly like that. But, you know, as I get older, I am becoming more and more of a worse with horror movies. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's, I try and avoid them uh, these days, but I would totally do it for the dare. Yeah. And also, you know, I still got it a little bit. Like I, I went and saw Us. That was pretty, pretty hardcore and I still sat through it. That's that's a good movie. I mean, I think Us is one of those where it's a good dip your toe in, you know, thriller, scary movie. Like, it's not yeah. boo scare. It's not the jump scare. But it's still like it has that creepy vibe the whole time. You're just like, oh, this is so unsettling. I don't like this, but I need to watch this. Uh, yeah. It, it really has that psychological thriller edge to it. For yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. So I, I definitely will find those horror movies more of a dare than... Uh, than, than some of the other ones but you know we'll cover other genres too oh yeah for sure i think yeah there's somewhere it's a uh, comedy like comedy movies Oof, you're gonna have to dare me to watch a lot of those because i am not i do not i'm not into comedy movies usually i just don't find them that funny so yeah they're gonna be hard to you know now that you, now that you say that i don't think i do either i i will say actually the comedy movies that i love are all older comedy movies especially like the 80s oh yeah just because my yeah like my older brother and sister would like again kind of introduce me to them like the ghostbusters movies anything with bill murray in it groundhog day yes groundhog day what about bob so good oh you know i haven't seen that one oh i'm very watching hell yeah <laughs> what about bob i'll watch that yeah what about bob and then um i watched one recently with bill murray and it was um my husband david's favorite his sister's favorite movie growing up it was oh the man who knew too little Ooh, yeah so the man who knew too man. little it is so good and i like it was such i never even heard about it as a kid but it is really funny yeah that's another one I want to watch now. Oh, I'm building my list. I know. I'll have to add it to the uh, the comedy list right now. 
So I'm intrigued by you and David's like love of horror though. Like what, what do you feel that you get out of it? Is it just the classic thrill and it's kind of like going on a roller coaster? Like you don't really want to, but you do want to. And once it's over, you're like, oh, that was so good. Like what is it that draws you guys in? I don't know because the more horror movies you watch, the more almost skeptical you go into every single one. It's almost like prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Tell, just make me scared. Scare me, please. I would love if you could scare me. And don't give away the ending before, like in the, um, uh, like in the first five minutes. Because <laughs> I, I mean, I have this weird thing where there's a lot of things like movies and TV shows where I pretty much know what's going to happen within the first few minutes. And sometimes David will just turn to me within the first five to 10 minutes of a movie and be like, do you know what's going to happen? And I, I'll say, this is what I think. And uh, more times than not, I'm usually right. <laughs> and it's because it's a sense of, there's a usual theme to horror movies. And it's, there's actually, I'll, we'll talk about it in an episode because, and David has a little bit more input on it. But I guess there is like a set regulation that horror movies need to have in order for it to be successful or in order for it to work. And it's like, yeah, huh. certain time frames, like 60 minutes in, it needs to have X. 30 minutes in, it needs to have X. So it's different points in the movie. It needs to have a certain wow. thing happen for you to actually like it or for it to not come off as like a little awkward. So, but I don't know. And so you're saying they are more formulaic than other genres. I think so. There's, yeah, wow. there's so many times where I'm just like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> they're They're all dead. Okay, whatever. Or like, oh. He's blind. They're like, it's the first four minutes of the movie. How do you know he's blind? I'm just, <laughs> he smelled the air weird. I don't know how to explain it. He's just, I know he's blind, whatever. <laughs> and I won't say the title of that one, but um, that could ruin it for a lot of people. But that one, no one believed me that I knew very early on in this one movie that this character was blind. And it was basically in the first five minutes of the film. And <laughs> they just, no, no one believed me until, yeah, I just... If you wow. get to know me, look at your superpower. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, we, we need to test these uh, superpowers out on. Some more yeah. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing if you understand what's going on in the two that I recommended you fairly recently. Uh, oh no, I think it was a while back, but um, the one I love and Confluence. Oh yeah. Uh, they're both mind. Yeah. yeah, I do. I mean, I really do like ones that are off. You know, like you don't totally know what's going on but you know nowadays it doesn't even have to be that like jump scare it just has to you know almost not like almost surprise me but I don't know I mean my favorite scary movies are pretty kind of I don't know one's a boogeyman one it's a uh, sinister and then another one is descent which is like women ca in, in a cave oh, that's so with good. months you know it's just yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of weird. I'm all over the place with like my favorites of scary movies. I don't know what. Yeah, I'm interested. No, I was just going to say I'm interested to know kind of what your favorite ones are for. You know, you must have some like those ones that you just mentioned where you're like, oh, I can't wait to dare Josh to or whoever to watch. These yeah, ones. yeah. I mean, there's some that are just like they are my favorite, and there's one I recommend everyone watch, and it actually has an insanely high score on Rotten Tomatoes, and it was such a sleeper movie mm -hmm. for so long. And the thumbnail on Netflix is horrific. I mean, it looks like the cheesiest, crappiest oh. movie out there, but it's called Last Shift, 
And it is just one of the, I don't know. I just, I don't know why I like it so much, but I think me and David had talked about it before. We kind of like, um, I don't know what it's called and I'll have to look it up, but it's almost like, um, an isolated area or like a, a limited space thriller, like descent. They're in a cave the whole time. Um, uh, a grave encounters. They're in a, a an asylum, and last shift is in a um like a soon to be not used police station. So it's like they're in these rooms that are like these very small spaces that they just can't get out of. So I think that's something. Maybe wow. it's something to that I like a lot, but I don't know. Have you seen the one with Ryan Reynolds? Oh, I want to say, is it called Buried or something like that? Oh. Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. You talk, um, am I t- saying the right actor name? The guy who played Deadpool. He's at, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. I don't know that one. You've not seen it? Yeah, I'll, I'll, that will definitely have to be on my list then. That's, he's basically, and it's not, you know, it's reveal. it's the whole premise of the movie. It's not like a spoiler or anything, but he's trapped in a coffin and he's been buried. Whoa. Um, so it's almost exactly what you're talking about. But he has a phone mm. and he's like has contact with the outside world and stuff. Whoa, that sounds really good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's gonna be I haven't that. heard of that one. A lot of indie movies I just I don't I don't seek out. I, I don't know. It could I mean it's Ryan Reynolds, so it's probably not that indie, but <laughs> right. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's and you would you say you have like a favorite type of scary movie? Or like, do you know your favorite scary uh, movie? For me, I prefer, I, I have, like, I prefer the more psychological thrillers. Okay. Like, the, but the problem is, it depends on, like, how scary it is. And it's, I'm quite, I, I guess I'm quite particular with the ones that really, really get under my skin. Like, Paranormal Activity, some people watch that and just was like, this is not scary. This is lame. That freaks me but out. I watched that. Oh, my <laughs> God, yeah. And, and I watched that. At, her, at home oh. in, in a bedroom and the whole movie is set in oh, a bedroom gosh. so you finish the movie turn it off and you're like in the set of the film <laughs> and it's it's like documentary style so you're just like oh no this is the worst we gloria and i my partner was were in thailand uh, and we just got together you know in the in the few months leading up to watching this and I couldn't sleep and I couldn't honestly sleep for like weeks. I was like reading oh in the bathroom, like during the nighttime. That was the, the worst I got with a scary movie. Yeah. Nothing's come close to that. And I would say like, that's the best scary movie because it affected you even after you watched it. Yeah. Yeah. In a way it is. It was, it was torturous <laughs> yeah. in some ways, but in the same breath, it really moved yeah. me in you know the worst way possible which is what you want yeah oh yeah that's what i think it's just it's that's probably the biggest thing it just it has to like kind of stick with me but then i mean yeah in a in a certain way and i like you said you're kind of particular i'm really particular about that stuff too because if it's just gross and disgusting like there's a movie called tusk with uh Oh, he was the Apple. He was like the Mac guy when it was like Mac and PC. Um, do you know what I'm thinking um, of? Okay. No, I don't. You're talking about the advertising. Yeah, thing. like he he's in the movie. Um, I'll try to look it up. But he is he's in this movie called Tusk, and it I don't know. 
I don't know why, but it is so disturbing. It stuck with me. Like it made me almost nauseous for maybe two weeks afterwards. Like I, it like disturbed me in a bad way to where it, like I said, it was almost nauseous. Like it made me feel like a dread inside me. It was not a good thing at all. I did not like that one. I don't, I don't dare anyone to watch that one. Yeah, I mean, even the, you, I, the, the, I'm sure there's a term for this, like, subgenre of horror, but, like, the human centipede comes to yeah. mind. It's like, I have no desire to watch that movie, because yeah. um, it's just that kind of thing. Yeah, again, that's exactly it? that. It was, like, human centipede, and that movie for, I mean, even to this day, I'm still really, like, disgusted when I think about it. So that stuff doesn't intrigue me. Right. I mean, in the movie of Tusk, the actor was Justin Long. Justin Long. Yeah. And, uh, and it's yes. so weird because it was almost like he was too good of an actor for that role because it's supposed to be a comedy body horror film. That's what it says in the description. But it, it he's too good of an actor because when he's playing, um, he's, I don't know if I want to, you know, I don't know if I'm not going to ruin it for you because I'm not daring you to watch this one. It's disgusting. He basically is like put into spoiler alert. Um, yeah the serial killer guy has been trying to make a real, like a humanoid walrus. And he basically has been collecting all of these different body parts from people. And he then has put them all together and sewn together this disgusting looking walrus. And he, and then he like chains, um, the like he finally gets Justin Long to be like the last person and he performs a surgery on him to be put in this suit and he's chained in there and it's just like Justin Long he cries at one point because he's just so like just you know upset that this is happening to him and it's like you're too good of an actor like I am now so like moved and messed up from his like his, I really feel like someone's in there and in that situation. It's like you need a D-list actor to do this. Like nobody should. He like pulled it off too well. Um, wow, he 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 was carrying the film. It's funny because he was kind of typecast in those kind of movies mm-hmm. because wasn't he in Jeepers Creepers and Drag Me yeah. to Hell? And to be fair, Drag Me to Hell was more of like a comedy yeah. spoof. Yeah, horror, I like that one. But wasn't he in yeah, both yeah. those? Yeah, he was in a, yeah. he's been in a couple of those. I really like Yeah, Dragon I really like Dragon Ball. Hell. Like that's another that's a really good movie and ugh, that's like on go, one yeah. of my top. I just had um David uh, watch that movie recently and he really liked it. There are still movies that I I forget that are so good and I can still find them and um I have cuz David he didn't watch scary movies for a really long time. I introduced them to him. He watched them growing up but like he yeah what? he was not like it wasn't he wasn't against them but he wasn't actively watching them right. and it is it's kind of true and i don't know about anybody else but um it's better to watch scary movies with somebody else i mean i think i right. don't get the point of watching a scary movie alone that's just me <laughs> so i i really feel like you need to have somebody with you when you watch a scary movie and Again, so, yeah. I don't know. No, I, I completely agree. It's kind of like going on a roller coaster on your own. It's like, I mean, there's no, no fun in that, really. Like, you're going to terrify yourself, but it's like you got to share it with someone right. the experience. Actually, it's funny, Gloria. 
is much more of the thrill seeker than I am, which is why she actually really um, likes scary movies. I'm thinking actually we should probably, maybe I'll move it into the living room and kind of bring her into the fray and see, see how it works yes. having two people. But uh, Gloria, you want to join us on this yeah. magical journey of our first <laughs> test podcast? Yeah. Say hi um, to Katie. Hi. hi. And um, David, David joining now? us. David, if he can nice. answer. Hi. Hi, David. Oh, our dinner's here. Yeah. I texted you. Okay. So, no rush. Okay. But it is getting colder by the minute. Okay. Cold pizza, no good. Take your time. Okay. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but so... Yeah, Gloria, we are just talking about how, like, how it's much better to watch scary movies with someone than alone. I, I, I think yes and no. Yes, because it's a social event and it's fun. But if you really want to scare yourself, then watching alone at two in the morning, I think is the best time. <laughs> but to I watch don't scary like movies. being scared. Then you can't sleep. And it's then funny. You I scared. like scary movies, but I don't like being scared. I mean, it's exciting and it's thrilling, but I have to have someone with me. I can't do it alone. Yeah, Gloria, whew, renegade. Uh, well, the the only time, well, I did, uh, I haven't done it in a long time. I'm, I'm a lot more scared now, but I will say that the one of the first times I did it was with Paranormal oh. Activity, and it was a big group of us sitting in my living room watching it, and then one by one, people went to sleep, and then only one friend was left, and she fell asleep right behind me, and then I was up oh. by myself watching it. And like rooms were open and stuff. So I like kept thinking that I was seeing like things move in my peripheral vision. Oh my gosh. Really yeah, that'd be pretty terrifying. And I couldn't sleep oh for like four hours. I actually couldn't even, there was like some scary movie on when I lived alone. It was just a simple one, like Scream or something. Nothing that was that scary, but you know, whatever. It was on TV. And I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. I'm alone. Uh uh, no. Because then I was be afraid of somebody outside trying to get me. It's too scary. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a tough one. I'm <laughs> I'm the biggest weenie these days. It's really taken its toll. But you're more of a thrill you've seeker. Been, you've been a weenie all days. <laughs> well, since you knew me. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, when I was younger, I used to watch everything. I don't know. What's your favorite scary movie, Gloria? Well, I I guess we wouldn't know if you were lying. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? What? Yes. Gloria. Me or Josh? And then Josh. Gloria. Um, hmm. Yeah, I haven't watched any recent ones. I would say, like, a classic one for me is The Exorcist. Like, that is still one that I can watch and be completely scared of, even though I think it's, like, kind of <laughs> religious propaganda. And I don't actually believe in demons and I don't believe in exorcisms, but it's just like, it, it's so well done, especially for a movie that was filmed in the seventies. Um, but I also watch a lot of the behind the scenes footage and like th there were three people that died that were like part of like the casting crew during the making of that movie. And they were like mysterious circumstances. So I think like that just kind of yeah, adds sure. more to, to lure. Um, 
I mean, it's just like, I think it's coincidence, but it's, you know, it still makes it freaky. Um, but yeah, I really liked paranormal activity. Like that is one that truly like really is scary. Um, just because I think Josh said it best that cause why he was so scared of it was because we were like watching it at home, but the whole thing is filmed like yeah. in what looks like your bedroom and yeah. it's too realistic. And I think that's yeah, what makes I know. It good. I, I totally agree. Like when he said like, you're in the set of the movie. Absolutely. A hundred percent. When you watch it at home in your bedroom. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. And they filmed that one. The first one was like, it was just like an, I don't know who filmed it. It was more of like an independent thing. Um, but it was pretty low budget and it looked like it. And that's also, I think, what added to it. And then for the following movies, I think there was like paranormal activity. I don't know if it stopped at three or four, um, but those were done by Paramount. And you could tell that they definitely had like that Hollywood sheen on it, which kind of yeah. took away from the movie. Um, but yeah, that first one was. Yeah, was I definitely think premium. like, you know, Blair Witch with the Handycam and there's still lower, lower budget, smaller um, area to work with. Again, it's like just a room and a house and a very small area are usually just better in general. And David has a, um, a whole thing on there's um, eight minute horrors where it's just like, a sh- it's like horror shorts are scarier than horror movies because it's so compact. Like, right. I don't think I've ever seen them. I didn't, I didn't know, know that it was either, a but genre. a lot of scary movies have come you- from that. And I think that's where paranormal activity came from. I think it was a short and it could be wrong. I have to look into it, but, and then they made it into a longer one and then like lights out. I don't know. You've probably seen that one. I'll send it to you sometime. That one's just where the woman's turning off the light in the hallway and there's just a black figure, like a dark figure in the dark hallway. That's like looming in the background. Like she turns it off and everything goes dark and she just sees an outline of someone. I think it rings a bell, but I don't know. I haven't. Yeah, watch that one. I don't know if I've seen that one. Yeah, like I yeah yeah exactly like I am more of a weenie these days like I know if I watch a scary movie like I will not sleep very well at night like I'll still fall asleep and everything but it's like like I have dreams Mm -hmm. that like I'm in the movie so they're like unsettling dreams like somebody's like chasing me or I'm like hiding or something like that but it's not like pleasant dreams and so it's just like really only watch it on like a Friday or a Saturday night yeah. where I know I don't so have you to know you won't sleep well morning. um yeah exactly yeah I thought about my uh, most scary uh thing to watch and it isn't a movie and I actually told David about this it was called Ghost Watch it's a British um documentary Ooh, okay. but it's like a mockumentary in a way but it's not comedy it's like um, it, it's shot like a documentary, but obviously it's fiction. And it was done in like the early 90s. And I was a kid watching it and I thought it was a real. And it was about a family who they had a possession in the house. So it was, you know, the basic premise of like an exorcism type um, thing. But the, the, it was done so believably that I genuinely thought it was real until, until towards the end of the, the show, it became a bit more obvious. But yeah. it was it was so ahead of its time. Um, so I'm really 
looking forward to finding that because I think mm-hmm. you can watch the entire thing on YouTube these days. Um, and daring you to watch that one because this was like Dang. historic. All and right, kind of that sounds good. I haven't even heard of that. And that's the that's a really good part too because you probably have some, you know, things that I've never even encountered, you know, growing up in London. So, yeah. And it, right. you know, doesn't even have to be scary. It can be anything. But, London, but- <laughs> it's nice you're like kind of coming outside of the pool of, you know, American television and movies to where, you know, you have a little bit of a, yeah, an edge. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna throw you some curveballs for sure. Well, yeah. I'm, should we? Should yeah, we let yeah. you get to your We're, pizza? Um, I'm worried it's gonna a, get cold. A big long day. A little hungry. So I think that sounds good. Yeah. Let's um, reconvene at some other time. But I think this was a good uh, first off uh, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Good test. And we'll see how the audio turns out. Okay. Towards the end, we've got the window open here, so I'm sure we probably can yeah. hear the right. And button. when I started talking, I'll hear the crunch. <laughs> Okay. Well, I'll uh, post this so you guys can hear it too, okay? Awesome. All right. Sweet. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bon appetit.